Welcome. <laughs> there you go. Welcome to another episode of the Offseason Express with your guy Craig Erickson. Zooming with me again, Eric Franklin. We are coming to you a day after the first round of the NFL draft. Um, also, before we get going, we are now on iTunes and Spotify and a couple other places, Google, a couple other uh, minor streaming services. So we're getting out there, man. So make sure y'all subscribe on those networks and uh, leave your ratings and your reviews and stuff like that. So without further ado, let's get into this first round. Man. What uh, what caught your eye, man? From just any anywhere in the draft, anywhere in the draft. We ain't gonna go pick by pick. We'll just we'll we'll hit a few and go from there. But I really, as much as this pains me to say, I really like the Chiefs pick. I really like it. Yeah, man, Clyde and Glide. Because. That's an, one of the few offenses that I, I don't think needs an in-between-the-tackles runner. And that's just another dude that when the play's breaking down, that he, Mahomes can just flip the ball to that's just going to take off. That's what I got in my notes, another weapon for Mahomes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Apparently, the GM of the Chiefs texted Mahomes yeah. and said, give me a name. Don't think about it. Just give me a name of who you want. He was like, Clyde. And it worked out. So, uh Right, because he's already he's going to take him regardless. But yeah, um, that stuck out. I like your all's pick, honestly, because that's like what the Chiefs are doing. <laughs> like, well, screw it, we're just going to outscore everybody. Look, <laughs> see if like, it works. At, at the point where those wide receivers started to fall, I was like, yeah. "Holy shit!" Like, and then it got to the point where Lamb was on the board, and of course, Chason was still on the board, and I was like, "Man." You have to take Lamb here. You have to. Because like we talked about last week, I mean, after Cooper and Gallup, who you got? And then if one of those guys get hurt, then you're kind of screwed. I'm shocked they I'm shocked they went Lamb, but that's that was a McCarthy pick right there, man. Yeah. That was uh um let's go score some points. Yeah. I'm happy for Bengals fans because they finally got a guy that they wanted as a fan base wanted. I hope it works out for him because that fan base, that fan base deserves some happiness, man. You know? Can I just go out on a limb to say that I, I think Joe Burrow is gonna be really, really good. So yeah, as long off. as the front office don't mess it up and getting the so, proper. Well, did did you hear Mel Kiper? No. He's like this. This narrative that he that Cincinnati like he can't win in Cincinnati. He goes since two thousand three. He goes, which is almost twenty years now. They got more. Ten, they got the same amount of ten win seasons as the Cowboys. Yeah. So it's just they yeah. had a lot of media. Medi- I mean, same as Dallas too. I'm not. Yeah, sure, to sure. Separate but, the difference. A lot of mediocre seasons and stuff like that and but they've yeah. always had talent they've always had good defenses for the most part you know then because uh, i remember when they took andy dalton i was like damn they might uh they might actually start making some noise here so yeah because i like andy dalton though man like i'm i'm, I'm fully expecting the patriots just to trade a six for andy dalton and be like we'll just roll with andy dalton a couple of years to see what happens which i mean played played a lot of football it's like we talked about on uh with our guy on Twitter, Sean, I was like, Jacoby Brissett's valuable. Played a lot of football, man. Can't put a, not a, can't put a price on experience, you know. Nah, so, for sure. especially for backups when you have young guys. But uh, I like that. Um, I liked. I actually like the Buccaneers moving up one spot to make sure they got the last tackle that was really good. You know, because, I mean, you know how people are, oh, you moved up one spot. Well, yeah, somebody else could have moved up and got the lineman. So uh, you got to do what you got to do. Was, they was fielding calls from other people, too, so. Yeah, uh, and so they had to do it. To, and that line, like, the lineman, those four, depending on the mock draft, they're all graded the best, so you're getting a good one. Yeah, oh, yeah, um, a lot of people had a uh, worse number one on their board as no. tackle, so. And, you like, got him be at 13, real. shit. I was kind of so, shocked. I wasn't shocked that Giants took a tackle. I was shocked they took Andrew Thomas. 
I thought Dave Gettleman. Dave Gettleman's a football guy who probably only watches uh, SEC or uh, conference championship games. Kind of like the Raiders. Like, can I vent about the Raiders for a second? Mike oh, Mayock what? sucks. What? Dude, he doesn't watch college football. He watches the playoff and just decides he's going to pick a bunch of players from those teams. Doesn't actually do any scouting. Like every pick. Ah, I got to disagree with you on that one, man. I li- I like Mayock, man. I like now. He took a, he just he took a DB that they could have got in the third round. I I I don't fault you there. I I do agree. Because he with went that. to Ohio. He went to, they needed a corner and he went to Ohio State. That's the only reason he took him. He's like, all right, who's the who's the Next Ohio State corner in the draft. All right, fuck it. We'll take that guy. I I do like Mike Mayock. I'm Mike Mayock. I played for I played for Bill Belichick. Dude, you had a practice squad session with Bill Belichick in the '80s. Get the fuck out of here. Let's see what happens, man. I I like I like I like Mayock, man. I I like him. If if he's doing his scouting like he was doing with the NFL Network, then he's still on the he's still on to something. I mean he. Of course, there's a whole lot more responsibilities as a GM instead of just scouting draft draft guys. But uh, I don't fall, I don't agree with you there, man. I mean, you had like Jeff Gladney on the board still, Jalen Johnson. Uh, so uh, I mean, and hold on. Speaking of Jeff Glant, what's his name? Jeff Gladney. Glandy. Jeff Gladney. Yeah. All right, Kyle, you were right. The TCU corner went in the first round. Bravo, fucker. <laughs> all right, that's all. He's gonna listen. I had to give him his props. Well, he he probably all only right. thought that because uh, they was he was linked to the Chiefs for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I do like so, Gladney though. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I like what Minnesota was able to do with their two with Gladney and Justin Jefferson. You replace. Well, here's the thing. Diggs and here's Rose. the thing. Here's the thing with Minnesota. They got better for what they need to do to win the division. Did Green Bay improve last night in the short term? No. So, they was the shot. And that race, first which one. I don't hate them for because it, it's the same thing they did. It's that's why that that's that is why that franchise is good because they're always draft they always draft a quarterback when they need to in the first round. Yeah. Or they traded for Favre. I get that, but like they took Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre was thirty five. He still had years left. They weren't now. Uh, I got a buddy Devin who's um he's a Packers fan and he's like it's either going to they either I asked him if he thought it was either Matt Lafleur saw started to see a decline in Aaron Rodgers or was it to light a fire in him which I kind of think it might be a little both yeah um and he was like it's and Devin was like it's sort of like Garoppolo with Brady I was like yeah that's exactly what it's like and. It worked out for the Patriots. I don't care what anybody says right now because this whole narrative that the Patriots were unprepared is fucking stupid because Brady outlasted this, both succession plans. Because Brissett would have been Brissett was the second succession plan. Yeah. And you got you traded Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, yeah, you went to four Super Bowls and won three of them. Oh, oh. Look, I will take because that. you stuck with Brady. I will take that any day. Right, that narrative. That narrative is so fucking stupid. Like, anyways, um, but no, Jordan loves good. Um, I like him, man. I he, I like him. And he, I think uh, I think the Packers. I think the Packers' point was they think he's really special, so they're going ahead and taking him. And I don't fault them for it. I mean, because you can get there's pl- receivers are plentiful in this draft. You don't have to spend. You don't. Like at that point, you don't have to spend a first round on a receiver. I don't think. To me, no. No. So, and that defense they had last year is pretty good. Like that Packers defense is pretty good. So. Oh, agreed. I mean, you could have probably. Let me let me uh, let me let me pull the, this board up real quick. Yeah. Um. Sorry. I mean, if you wanted a receiver in there, I mean, you could have got Denzel Mims. You could have got uh, – I mean, at that point, you probably could have took uh, – who's the other one? There's another one, T. Higgins. Yeah. If you wanted a big option, 
for for uh, Rodgers. Uh, defensively, man, you still had a lot of talent on the board. But after that, I mean, you had Jordan Brooks, Patrick Queen, uh, Noah Igbenogany, uh, Auburn, Gladney, you know. So they could have they did some stuff to make their team better then. And you honestly, you probably could have got Jordan Love tonight by making some trades and moving up earlier in the second round instead of moving up in the first. But, but like you said, um, man, they, they be prepared. They, they always look to the future. So you start grooming him now. Rodgers has two, three years left maybe. For if them. the Dolphins take Deon- if the Dolphins take DeAndre Swift, they've won the draft just already. That's how I feel. I, I'm low key shocked the Chiefs didn't take DeAndre Swift when he was there. Uh, but, I think they want the pass catch. I would think they want yeah. the pass catcher guy more. You but, know, uh, I mean, it just I just think Swift speed, Kansas City. Like if you if you're fast, I don't think you're gonna go Kansas City. But uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, man. I mean. The Dolphins absolutely killed it, killed it, man. Uh, they 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 pulled off the most brilliant smoke screen in NFL draft history. We were talking about oh, we want Herbert, we do 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 Herbert, all this other do 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 all this stuff. So and then their guy falls to him a five, and they have to give nothing up. They got him a they got him a protector on the on the line, and then they. A lot of people are like, why would they draft a corner to because they signed Byron Jones and they have Xavier Howard? Bro, of, you throw him at, in the slot? That's three solid you know corners. You know why you want to draft a corner? And people run nickel, nickel packages and dime packages 99% of the time. Of, because somebody if you play if you play the Chiefs, somebody's gonna have to go, cover Hardman, Sammy Watkins, and Tyreek Hill. That's <laughs> why you draft still, another corner. That still leaves Travis Kelsey. And and right, like, they say they match up with <laughs> say say they match up against you guys. Exactly, you gotta have one person. So that's that's why like that's not a bad pick. Like three corners and like no, I love it. Yeah, I, I, no, that's <laughs> I love that pick for for uh, yeah, Miami. No, They're killing it. Hey, hey, good for that franchise too. I know I hate them because I'm a Patriots fan, but um, uh, hey. Uh, had to say hi, had to say hi to the uh, the the pride and joy, if you will. Um, but no, good for that. Good for those fans, man. They have been through a lot. So, and I know I hate them, but I'm I like Miami and Buffalo much more, and I like the Jets because the Jets are just incompetent all the time. Yeah, I don't like I don't. the Jets. Never have a plan. At least like with Buffalo. And Miami, like, I could see a plan. And I'm like, well, even if it doesn't work, they had an outline of what they wanted to do. The Jets never seem to have that. They're just like, fuck it. You know, like. Yeah. So, they do, they do got a pretty good guy in the front office, GM and now Joe Douglas, though, with the – they got their – they got but, their – No, like, congrats to Makai. So, yeah, like I mean that that's a that's a hell of a building block for the offensive line. Uh and to yeah. get to get him at eleven is pretty good value at the at that oh. point. And another Louisville player in the AFC East. <laughs> right. They just lining up everywhere. Uh, no, I do low key uh, think uh I was thinking Bu- uh Buffalo was gonna run that division, but if this works out in Miami, I'm kinda thinking they gon they're gonna be running it for a few years, man, because if two is healthy, don't don't count us out just yet, man. I'm not counting y'all out, but man, y'all, I just don't see like the uh, the 11, 12 wins. I still think y'all be like, you know, y'all get 11 or nine and 10 and stuff like this. But we'll so. we'll see. I got to see what Jared Stidham looks like out there first, man. So if, unless they make be another slinging it, he's gonna be slinging it, and if he ain't good, they're gonna take a. Some of the picks they get next year, since they're going to have comp picks galore, trade up and get Trevor Lawrence. Um, so, <laughs> oh my God, dude! You know how I'll be, America would riot if Trevor Lawrence. Well, you, too it well. makes sense. You know who he reminds you? You know, you know who he reminds everybody of, right? Drew Bledsoe. Oh, is that what they're doing? Is that what they're comping to? 
that to a lot of people like I know Cowherd thinks that. Um, I forget who else I heard on his ESPN or somebody's like, hey, it reminds me a lot of Drew Bledsoe. And I know when I, when I was talking to my dad, he's like, yeah, the dude reminds me of an athletic Drew Bledsoe, just like six six, just rocket arm can just sling it because Bledsoe could sling it when he was in college. He threw a yeah. lot of interceptions in the league, but that's you know. Yeah. So, but um, um, and then I also like the Ravens, what they're doing. So, I knew they was gonna get one of them linebackers between Murray and Queen. I just knew it because both of them seem like they're built perfectly for Baltimore. Uh, our guy Lamar seemed pretty excited with uh, Patrick Queen dubbing him Ray Lewis Jr. on his on IG Live with Hollywood Brown. Uh, yeah. But no, Queen's nasty. Uh, I remember when we was we was texting back and forth last night when the Chargers traded up. We was like, "Who the hell are they trading up for? You took your you took your quarterback at six, and then they end up trading up for Kenneth Murray, which I I see that I I could trade up for Kenneth hey, Murray. Man. And what's Pat uh, Patrick defense. Queen? He's a linebacker, so that means he'll guard. That means he'll cover a tight end. See what they're doing. I know Round Daddy, Mr. James Treble, who I actually like, was like, what? Louisville fans are going to be outraged they didn't get Lamar a weapon. I'm like, they don't need weapons on offense in that off anymore. They scored a gajillion points last year with dog shit at receiver, really. And they want a receiver, they can take him. But they got three. Yeah, they got three picks tonight, I believe, and this receiver class is so, so stacked. I mean, they, yeah. there wasn't no need to reach, man. But and that's like Patrick Queen at twenty eight is such great value, man. Because yeah, you can always like you can always use pass rushers and linemen. So like if you're unsure of what you need, and there's a lineman or a guy who can be a pass rusher available, just take them. You can always use them. You know, and you know, and, you know as far as we know, Patrick Queen could have been like the fourteenth, fifteenth best player on Baltimore's board. Their top remaining player on their draft board. At some point, yeah. good franchise, you're not going to reach for a position of need if if you have somebody that high up, that you rate high up. I mean, it's like same with Dallas and C.D. Lamb. They had him like right. sixth on our board, I think. At 17, you're going to take that all day long. Sometimes you just got to throw out. The only other pick – the only thing I might have uh, thought you guys would do maybe besides something like that was maybe take uh, Ruiz because you all need a center. But I think uh, the thinking. I thought. Well, I bet the conversation went, was between picks... C.D. Lamb and Calabian uh, Chase on. That had to have been the well, two. Well, I'm one of the people. I'm one of the people. Usually, in my mindset is if you have a dire need, it doesn't matter if they're the 35th ranked player and you have the 20th pick. Just take them if that's the best one available. If you need it, you know. Um, but. In today's NFL, you can never have too many guys that can run down the field and catch the ball and score points for you because that's essentially what's happening. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, we all know it's an offense. You know how we've always said um, receivers don't elevate franchises? Well, it's starting to go that way. The problem is, they're all, uh, all there's going to be a bunch of good ones. So, you're not gonna get. They're all not gonna get paid. They're just gonna be a revolve. It's gonna be like the running backs. I think get to a certain age, bye. Because we gotta get cheaper. Because yeah. we all got. We gotta pay. We all gotta pay our quarterbacks seventy million dollars a year. So or Lammy Lammy Tonsils, the poor old signing that massive deal, which I'm not mad at. Uh, so you need to. He's the oh. best left. He's probably the best left tackle in the game. So uh, he's up there. I'm not. I'm. I'm not up on the left tackle game. I'm uh, surprised Trent Williams didn't get traded last night. But I bet it's tonight. But my thing is, like, I know he's really good, but he's hurt all the time. So, it's like. Well, you know, Tampa don't I'm, need one now. <laughs> so. You're making your podcast debut. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, let's see. <sighs> Let's 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 dive into this Green Bay uh Green Bay. Uh, 
Trade it up for Jordan Love. Quarterback, Utah State, has drew comparisons to uh, one Sir Patrick Mahomes. I know that'll probably piss Kyle off. But the arm arm talent's there for Love, man. He, he, of course, he lost Matt Wells going into his senior year. I think that kind of hurt the stats. I think he's going to be pretty good. I would have take I would have taken love over Herbert personally, but that's just my opinion. How that's did Aaron, how did Aaron Rodgers feel last night when he when he heard that? He probably wasn't happy because for a guy who everybody and he's great. Okay, he's he is yes. Before yes. a guy that everybody for a guy that everybody labels is great. They sure do give him the excuse of they never put they never draft talent, but I'm like he's got arguably the best receiver in football, one of the top five. Top five probably. That you know, like he's got a top five running back at this point, right? That my Dallas Cowboys put on the map last year, and he demolished us. So how how is there not like my thing is and and he wasn't the reason they lost last year. Like I'm not blaming any of it on him. Aaron Rodgers great. But how is it? How have they not surrounded him with talent? I don't really get that narrative. I think that's a wrong narrative. I think la- I think last year that they just ran they just ran into the Forty ers Every he everybody you know that's all that's all that happened. So yeah. they took a quarterback. They took a quarterback so that they're not hung. They're not left trying to scramble to find one for twenty years. The Dolphins, the Dolphins just now drafted somebody that people think can replace Dan fucking Marino. Yeah, like the fact like, that you have to go back to Dan Marino for the last quarterback is wild. Bro, do you? They've been trotting out Jay Fiedler, Dante Culpepper, Ray Lucas. Didn't they try? A, I think they a washed up Chad Pennington. Didn't they chat? What about the guy that used to play for you guys in the nineties? Um, Chad Hutchinson was that his name? Yep. yep. Didn't they trot him out at one point? Maybe, probably. Wasn't Gus Farrat their quarterback? Uh, like, I mean, they're already they're already having they're. You can tell they're regretting letting Ryan Tannehill go because obviously he just needed a little stability to be able to win some games, but you yeah. know. But my thing is, I will never – I mean, Aaron Rodgers is 37. It's not like he's 30 and they did this. Like, they got to be – Yeah. And, I'm, and like I told my buddy Devin this morning, because he's a Packers fan, I was like, I was like, don't – you know, don't let people get you worked up when if they criticize Aaron Rodgers for not helping this dude prepare. That's not Aaron Rodgers' job. It's not, no. You know, like, that's always, like, all the people try to make, like, Brady and Roethlisberger and, like, Flacco last year out to be, like, assholes about all this. I'm like, their job's not to – their job's not to teach the rookie. That's what the coaches are. If you're the starting quarterback, your job's to win football games and focus on that. Aaron yeah. Rodgers – I mean, I'm not saying you have to be a dick to the person, but obviously, like, t- obviously Brady was an addict to Garoppolo. Garoppolo still went to the derby with him. So, yeah. like – you know, but I'm like, it's not their job to groom and mentor these guys to you can you can give them advice, you can tell them in meetings, but like they're not supposed to be like, oh hey buddy, why don't you try this out on the field, you know, so you can take my job. Like, no, fuck that. Aaron Rodgers' job is to win football games. He ain't got it like so I told him, I was like, that ain't that ain't Aaron Rodgers' responsibility. That's Matt LaFleur and whoever the quarterback coach is. That's their job to develop to do. Agreed. Like, all the Louisville fans were like, Joe Flacco's not even – he's not trying to help Lamar out. I fucking wouldn't be either. No, trying, to, gonna, trying to be a starter. You're not going to train the guy to take your spot. You're not – No. Like, like you were saying, like, Brady meetings and shit, when you have your talks and stuff, you're going to – you'll talk, but you're not going to be like, hey, bro, come yeah. over. Uh, I'll tell you how to take my job. We'll do – we'll drink a couple No, you can, watch, you can watch film – yeah, you can watch film together and stuff like that and be like, hey, what do you see on here? Blah, 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 blah. You can do stuff like that, but you ain't going to sit here and give them every little trade secret. You know yeah. why Peyton Manning You know why Peyton Manning was a starter forever? That's why. 
Brock Osweiler couldn't even get in the game when they were up 40 points. He's like, no, nah, fuck you. I ain't giving you the opportunity to even do anything that looks remotely good. No. No. Speaking of Denver, they've got Drew Locke, uh, a nice little receiving core with the addition of Jerry Judy. Uh, yeah. To go along with Cortland Sutton, Sutton and uh, Noah Fant and tight end. I didn't realize Denver won as many games as they did last year. Yeah, man. They start winning games and did they start winning games and Drew Locke got in there? Yeah, Drew Locke looked pretty I think good. Drew Locke's, I think Drew Locke's gonna be really good. I just he's 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 a, he's one of those guys that just uh, just has confidence. So Yep. I mean, especially when doing young Jeezy on the sideline. Oh dude, he he become one of my favorite quarterbacks after that video just because of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um so yeah. So but I don't really think anybody made terrible picks. Like, you know how sometimes you have uh what were they thinking with that? Like the only per- only pick like that people were saying are the Seahawks. I'm like, why don't you just let Pete Carroll do his thing? <laughs> like you know No, and Jordan Brooks is in a bum. I mean, I'll, I'll I would take Patrick can. Queen, but Jordan Brooks yeah. is in a bum. You know, I mean, so, I, I wasn't too, I wasn't too thrilled about the, the Jalen Rager pick for Philly at twenty one, uh, especially when you have some of these other wide receivers on the board. Like, I mean, a Justin Jefferson, uh, Brandon Ayuk, Denzel Mims. I. I mean, they wanted C.D. Lamb in Dallas. I think it might have been part of the reason why Dallas took him, too, so Philly didn't end up with him. But, yeah. uh, but other than that, no. Oh, Atlanta taking A.J. Terrell, man. I, I don't know. I, I kind of felt like him going against Clemson and or, uh, Alabama and getting torched in that championship game, like – those are NFL receivers he's going against in college. He's going to be going against those type of receivers every Sunday. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. But uh, who, who's a guy that you you surprised didn't come off the board in round one? I mean, you probably have to say Xavier McKinney, right? You could, but I'm not a fan of McKinney, man. I mean, or the uh, or what's his name, Josh Johnson, the tack, uh, the lineman. Oh, Josh Jones. Josh Jones, yeah, like, cause I mean, he's the next best lineman up, and there's always a there's always a need for tackles. Yeah. Um, DeAndre Swift, I'm kind of surprised with. Um, you know, if you would if but, you would have told me one running back was going to come off the board in round one, I would have said DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Not not uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire. But Clyde, or maybe Clyde Jonathan Taylor, still a good player. Jonathan Taylor, uh, J.K. Dobbins. Jonathan Taylor just has a – he's got a fumbling issue, so he needs to clean that up or, you know. Yeah, and he's, but, he's got a shit ton of carries on his name Yeah, going into yeah. the league. Uh, one name that I'm real surprised with is uh, Yitor Grossmatos, the edge rusher for Penn State. Uh, I think that's it. That's who the Bengals should take, I think. Yeah, open it up tonight with him. Yep, yep, just take him. So, because so, uh, if they don't, New England will if he falls to them at the Chargers pick, I think. Because he, he was leaving so, Dallas at 17 for for a while uh, if yeah. Chase on wasn't there. And, but we all, you know. Uh, my guy, see, I'm a, I'm a Grant Delpit over McKinney guy. I'm not saying Delpit should have went in the first round, but I still think – there's about 20 players tonight that are going to go that are going to make impact, man. That are going to be uh, DeAndre Swift, T. Oh, Higgins, McKinney, Delpit, Jalen Hurts, I think, will make an impact somewhere. Christian Fulton, Antoine Whitfield Jr., Michael Pittman Jr. I know that makes me feel really fucking old naming those juniors. But uh, Jalen Johnson, the corner from Utah. You know, Jacob so. Eason, I think. Huh? Jacob, Jacob Eason. Eason. Yeah, I think I think that's who India is going to take. I have this weird feeling that they're going to take Easton. Okay, so let's get into that that Twitter t- conversation we was in. Do you do you try to trade Brissett if you're Indy and you take a quarterback, or do you you let it rock for a year or two with three of them on there? I would I would do three for a year to see what Philip Rivers has because 
Jacoby's a very like he's a very valuable backup. It's like man, very you don't want to look at you don't want to look at Jacoby as like the the one that got away, you know where. Well, it's not that, but you don't want to let him go now. And then if you do draft your guy and he gets hurt and you don't have a reliable backup, and you're like, well, we had Jacoby under a contract. I'd pay like I'd pay more for a backup quarterback. You know the most important person on a team is? The quarterback. You know the second most important? The backup quarterback. I mean, that's how I feel. And when you have a really good backup quarterback, I think you need to try to do what you can to keep him in the building. Because yeah. I, I think Jacoby Brissett's better than just a guy as a backup. But I don't necessarily think he's a guy that you trot out there for a whole season. But if he, if your quarter, if like next year, if they don't draft a quarterback next year and Phillip Rivers being old, this is a game or two. Well, your season's not done if you were winning. If you're winning right. games, your season's not done because Jacoby can go out there and win you win you some games. You know, I, I think Jacoby Brissett is is good enough to win to win with if he's got everything with him. You know, he's got to have sure. I mean. They had some injuries. The Colts had some injuries last year. All that, that not all that was uh, Jacoby. You know, it's just a mixture of things. But I just, I, yeah, I listen to people who know football, and everybody, everybody's high on Jacoby Brissett. That knows football. You know, Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells, both those guys like Jacoby Brissett a lot. I think, I think if they were to offer. Jacoby Brissett back to the Patriots for a fourth rounder, Belichick would jump on it and be like, we got our guy. We don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You know. So I think at that point you could let, uh, you could, you could probably let Hoyer go. Uh, Oh yeah. Cause you can keep sitting, have him and Stidham battle it out, you know? Yeah. But no, I, I really like Brissett, man. Uh, so I'm anxious to see what, what happens with, with that situation. And if they do draft a quarterback, um, could even be Jalen Hurts, man. You never know. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So, we'll do a little over-under, man. Does Jalen Hurts last over or under? We'll, we'll say seven and a half picks tonight. Oh, he'll go. It'll be over. And he goes he pretty late? T- he, yeah, I think he'll – I actually think he'll go late second, early third. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know where you go, man. He's, he's. I don't think. He's I don't think there's going to be a lot of people take. I don't think there's going to be a lot of people taking quarterbacks now. I think Eason is. Uh, I think Eason will go be first, and then I think you're going to have a wide gap because there's not going to be a run of quarterbacks that people are taking. So if you need one, you can just be like, like New yeah. England. Why would they? If they're not going to draft him in the second round, but they feel they need one, are there a lot of teams that are going to trade up to get Jalen Hurts at this point or take him? Because they're not, I don't think teams are going to spend a second round pick on a backup quarterback. You say Tampa? Maybe New Orleans. No. Is that who you said? I don't think they're. I don't. I agree with you. No, I don't New, either. They're New they're Orleans. not going to they're going to pick the draft now to win now. No, Tampa's already Tampa's got a backup. That you know. They got a backup. They ain't worried about. They'll worry about a starter down the road. They got a backup. They got a. What's his uh what's his tits as the backup? Um Who's the dude who used to play for the Jaguars that they drafted tenth? Um played at Missouri. Gabbert? Yeah. He's oh. our backup. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was there. And I mean with Bruce Arians, I mean Blaine Gabbert was uh didn't he play for him in Arizona? I almost think so. And he was all right out there. So, so yeah, know. I'd like to see. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it, so, what do you think the order of quarterbacks goes off the board? Eason, Hurts, Fromm, or Eason, Fromm, Hurts? Eason, Hurts, Fromm. I agree. Unless there's somebody out there that people, somebody's just scouted that they like more than those three, I think those are the next three. I don't know after that, though. I mean, there's a couple guys. So, I'm, a couple those guys you can probably get the you know the fifth, sixth, seventh round. How long's Lynn Bowden uh, last today? I'm not 100 percent sure he goes today. 
If he I, does, it'll be late third. I think somebody's getting a steal with him. <laughs> I do. I, I do, too. I think he brings a lot to a team. Um, imagine, like, just imagine somebody like Belichick or Sean Payton that likes versatile players. Imagine one of them getting him or Kyle Shanahan. Imagine somebody like that, you know? He can – because if, if the Saints love Taysom Hill, well, Lynn Bowden's better than Taysom Hill. And he can do – Yeah. Uh, but, no, I think uh, – But they're both, they're both better than Lamar Jackson, so, you know. Right. Whatever. You know, they're both uh, MVP caliber players. Players. I don't know, man. Lynn oh, Bowden kind of screams a Pittsburgh Steeler to me. Yeah. Just for, Maybe for some reason. If I was Baltimore, if I was Balt, if I was Baltimore and he's in the third round or late second, I'd look at him. He can do a lot of things to help that offense out. Oh now, I why well, I think people are stupid for saying he's better than Lamar. Them two in the backfield together could be nightmarish. Well, Lynn, he he is a guy who would take care of so many uh, he could take care of multiple needs for you. If you needed a, if you needed a third down running back, he can do probably he can do that. If you wanted a, a slot receiver or a second receiver, he can do that. You need a re- punt returner or a kick returner. He can do all those. He's like he's, I know this is, he's like Randall Cobb, like, and I know that's an easy comparison because of the Kentucky thing, but I mean, and Rand- I'm not here to hate Randall Cobb, Antoine Randall L. No, Lynn Bowden's a hell of a yeah, football player. Yeah, I'm not here to hate. And yeah, Lynn Bowden, he deserved that award he got, and he saved their season. So, all yeah. props to him. I mean, um, somebody come in, play the Wildcat quarterback, who, you know. Yeah. So. I think it – I mean, unfortunately, I think that might have hurt his draft stock, but I think, I think, it think there's it. some scouts that need – I don't think well, nobody think evaluated him as a quarterback. So, I don't think he – Well, no, but you didn't get to – no, but he missed a whole year of being able to make spectacular catches and run after the catch and I th- returning kicks and stuff. I don't disagree with that, but I think him showing, like, because he played a couple games a wide receiver without the quarterback, and I think him yeah. showing showing that, like, okay, oh, yeah, let me yeah, try yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think that showed he's a team player and he's willing oh, to yeah, do his yeah. part to help win. So I think that I think yeah. that helped his draft stock. Uh, but you're right. I mean, he didn't get a chance to show off his, uh, you know, receiving and catching abilities and stuff like that. But pe- people know, man. You you can see the athleticism. I would hope with him. I would hope so. So, but yeah, man. He uh, um, if he makes it to day three, he's he he might be one of the steals of the draft. Uh, but I think I I would feel comfortable taking him in the third round for sure. Or late second, just if you need if you want a guy that if you're like, hey, like. We don't really need anybody here, but we could have just used some athleticism. Yeah. You know, because like I said, he can fill so many different needs. Like, if the Patriots took him, if the Patriots took him with an early third or, like, if they – you know, or even their second, like, if they traded back and took him with a late second, I'll be running around this house jumping for joy. I'll buy a Lynn Bowden jersey. I don't care. I think that dude's going to be a stud. Let me get my C.D. Lamb jersey on day. Oh. But no, nah, man, I agree with you. Uh, to a lesser extent, he's so, the, like the Isaiah Simmons on, on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, it's like you're drafting yeah. three players with one who can you know do multiple things. How about, how about Cliff Kingsbury taking a defensive guy, telling him he's fine with it? How about Bravo Cliff him. Kingsbury's house? That motherfucker is dealing cocaine. I brought. <laughs> uh, that dude's just living the dream, man. Dude, he so he's, so he's what Sean McVay wishes he was. God, yeah. I mean, how much tail is he getting in Phoenix? I mean, he dumped Holly Saunders. That's how much of a baller Cliff Kingsbury is. Yeah, he bro. dumped Holly Saunders. Shout out my guy Cliff Kingsbury, man. I hope I really hope he does well hey, out there in Arizona, man. I do too. And everybody wanted to be like, "What's he done to get a job?" I'm like, Baker Mayfield, Johnny Manziel. Pat Mahomes, all developed by him. This shot, this ain't about anything else outside of developing Kyler Murray. But at this point, that's a, more of a prototypical NFL coach is what he does. You find him a guy that can run the defense, and they did that. If that defense fails, that's because that guy's not scheming it up right. We'll worry about that. If that offense is scoring points. Cliff Kingsbury's doing his job. Kyler, yeah. And Kyler Murray's going to be really good. Hey, Kyler Murray was really good last year as a rookie too, so. 
Yeah, and they were better than pe- they were better than people thought they would be last year. So you can already see the improvement. So who had the best? Who had the best crib setup? And who had the like? Which crib setup surprised you the most? And which crib setup was just like, oh, that's pretty standard. That's exactly what I expected. Uh, well, the most lavish one had to have been Jerry Jones on a two hundred fifty million dollar yacht. Or or him and Kingsbury. They, I mean, the, just the optics of cliffs looked. Yeah. Oh I my mean, god! It looked, a, it, looked like penthouse. it looked like something you would see out of a movie. Like it looked know? like a penthouse Bruce Wayne has. <laughs> there was a bedroom outside. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty pretty normally set up would would probably be Mike McCarthy. <laughs> he looked like uh, I don't know if you've seen his or not, but he was he had a normal setup like we would have with the shit. Uh, Bill Bel Bill Belichick's was just yeah. Standard operating procedure. That's exactly what I thought. He was like, um, I'm ready to go to bed. I'm going to trade this pick. <laughs> what was – what the fuck was going on at Mike Vrabel's house? That's what I was about to get into, bro. Uh, I don't know. They said something like his kids or whoever they were seen all the other kids in there and stuff like that, so they wanted to get in on it or something. So I don't know if little buddy just did it to be funny or if what. But if not, bro, shut the fucking door when you in there taking the shit. Like, come on, man. Like, well, somebody the said that uh, there's another view of that guy. There's another view of that guy, and he wasn't, but it sure looked like it. But Mike, I mean, Mike Vrabel was just a stone cold killer looking there. Like, everybody's all this hoopla's going around. He's just spitting out a lip, just got a honker in, just like. Hey, man, he's, he a, he's, another, one that, he's another one that I like. Uh, few, like, up and coming coaches or whatnot. So. so. So yeah, yeah but I love so I, I love day two and day three though, man. I'm so excited. For day tonight. two is or, probably I my love day two. Day. day two, I mean like second, third rounds. This is where you win championships right here. Yep. In my this opinion. This is where you win Super Bowls, man. This is where you build the core core of the will, team. So God, I hope we take Rodrigo Blankenship tonight. I will, nothing will thrill me more. I ain't mad at it. Hell of a kicker. So, uh, I do. So, what do you oh, think? What do you reason, think? That's the only reason New England's ever won Super Bowls because Adam Vinatieri. So, you know, Steve oh, yeah. Nobody else did anything. Nobody else did anything. You know, so, one on five. Um, so, yeah. So, who do you who do you think? Uh, what do you look for New England to target tonight? What do you think they? Because they got pretty early pick in the second round, don't they? Yeah, they got the Chargers. I think they're going to trade it. Do you? And get another get another third and a late second or like a late second and a fourth or something. And so, or if a team, you know, that's what I think they're going to do. If they don't, if they don't, uh, I would probably think they would probably try to take a linebacker or another pass rusher. Because um, Belichick's terrible at drafting receivers. So I don't even want to entertain it. You don't really need a running back. I actually think the running back is, it, running backs are uh, pretty strong there. Um, obviously, quarterbacks always in the back of my mind. But the more I think about it, the more more I think about it, the more I think they're going to roll with Stidham or bringing a veteran. Which I have a veteran. I changed my mind on. I used to be against it for New England, but I'm sort of. The more I think about it, I'm Uh-oh. starting to be like, I actually Uh-oh. think it could work. Oh. I think Jameis Winston would work. Okay. Here's the thing about James. Jameis Winston is a good quarterback. He takes a lot of chances with the football. If he cuts those out, he's fine. He did the same thing at Florida State. Uh, he, threw 33 t- he threw 33 touchdowns last year, and he's a big kid with a strong arm. Does that not cold weather? And I, I, it shows you it's, he's confident as a passer. Like, I can make any and every yeah. throw which it turns out he didn't make 30 of them. But he's good, so, man. He can be a quarterback in this league. I firmly believe that. Yeah. The more I think about it, but I think, well, like I've said, um, and I don't think this is like a mind-blowing take, but if they don't take a quarterback tonight, I think they're, uh, I think they're either going to – they'll either bring in a veteran or they're going to roll a Stidham and they're not worried about it. Um, yeah. So, that's what I think. Outside of that, I mean, 
I think they're going to probably get a tight end. If I have to, if I have to put money on a position, I bet you the they might use a they might use that second rounder on the best tight end on the and available. Yeah. So whoever that is on their board. Yeah. That's the one position that I sit there and look at, and I'm like, they need that more than anything because you can Belichick will scheme up a defense and he'll find guys. He can't draft receivers to save his life. And to help a young quarterback out, you need a running back that can catch the ball and a tight end, you yeah. know. With your so, two safety blankets. Uh, on the Dallas so side gonna, of things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put my – if I was a betting man, I'd put money on that. They, uh, their first pick's a tight end. I have no, no reason behind that besides um, when Gronk left. Yeah. That nobody could get open. <laughs> yeah. They did pick up Marquise Lee, though, so I do like that. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, the Patriots signed him. So – He's an he's an athletic guy, so I like, I like Marquise Lee's a good receiver. I like Marquise. Yeah, he's a good Marquise. receiver. Whoever the quarterback is, uh, he'll definitely help them out. So you get him at an athletic tight end, and business is picking up. I think so. Well, if you we'll think see. about it, dude, Jacksonville should have had a hell of a tight end or receiving core. They drafted Justin Blackman, Marquise Lee, DB Westbrook, and I feel like there's somebody else in there too. DB uh, Westbrook. Chark. Chart, yeah, I love Chart. They had a, uh, they had Moncrief also, didn't they? No, he was in Indy then uh, Pittsburgh, wasn't it? No, he played for Jacksonville. Oh, did he? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right. So, on the on the Dallas on the Dallas tip tonight, I would have loved for him to have grabbed uh, Damon Arnett at fifty one, but obviously. Mike Mayock jumped the gun super early on that. Uh, I'm really hoping for Grant Delpit at 51. So, if you're, would you be okay with them trading two picks to move up to get a guy like that, and then just having late rounders? Do you think that, or do you think they still need to uh, fill out more positions? Like, what do you, what do you think? You just, you just got to see how it falls. If, if Delpit fell. They pick at 51. So let's say Delpit fell to like 42, 43. It might not cost that much to move up to get him. And I would I would be for that. You know, if we give up a second and a fifth or and maybe a future or whatever, I wouldn't be against it. Uh but they I think they have to go uh defense both picks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or if uh Yitor Gross Models falls. He'd be he worth trading. Play. Yeah. So, yeah. Get that pass rusher. Um, but, yeah, I think they go defense heavy tonight, whether it's, I mean, safety corner, lineman corner, lineman safety, whatever. Uh, there's still a lot of good, good, good guys out there on the defensive side of the ball. So, I like, I like the chances of somebody falling to them at, at that point. Uh, I mean, you still got – I mean, you still got McKinney and Antoine Whitfield Jr., Ashton Davis, Jeremy Chin. So, you got a lot of safeties that I'm hoping that could push Grant Delpa down for some for some people. For some reason, somebody – they think he sucks. But um, – um, Look out for – as going back to the Patriots real quick, look out for a possible Joe Tooney trade tonight for some draft picks. Because they – they franchised him. He's getting paid 14 mil uh, on the franchise tag as a left guard. Look out for that. That could be something that happens tonight for them to get some picks. So, yeah. So, um, so, but all right. So I guess we'll, we'll start wrapping this up. Uh, I meant to say this at the beginning of the, the episode, but I really liked the vibe of the draft last night, man. Uh, I thought it went really well for, for what it was and, considering the circumstances. Uh, it showed a human element to, to a lot of football coaches who are usually just football guy, you know, yeah. meat and taters, you know, like. Oh, another person who had a nice setup was Bruce Arians, man, outside on the on the patio area chilling. Or uh, Andy yeah, Reid being Andy Reid oh, in the I, Hawaiian I, shirt. I love Andy Reid, man. Uh, but, yeah, man, I thought oh, it went I, really, I thought it went really well for uh, – what it was and what they had to do 
and come up with in a relative short amount of time to uh, combat the, the circumstances of COVID-19. Uh, so yeah, man, there's a lot of talent tonight. Make sure y'all tuned in. Uh, if y'all hear this before then, but if not, you won't have time to listen to the whole thing. So, but no. please, <laughs> we, uh, so, you know, then we'll be back. This to is, we're only doing this because we haven't had a conversation about us. So we're like, fuck it. Might as well record it. Cause yeah. this is the exact conversation we would have had. So, so, uh, yeah. Um, we'll probably recap the rest of the draft all at once, uh, after, Probably next time we record, so we'll do we'll do two through seven on that, and we'll kind of grade everybody's graph drafts and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, man. Uh, any last words you want to get off? Want to get out? Nope. Nope. Just mm-hmm. gonna go gonna go make some dinner, get Yahtzee set up, and turn on the draft. Yeah, so. I'm gonna uh, make me some dinner. Crack me open a cold one. Uh, sit in front of the TV, and uh, hopefully I come away as happy as I did yesterday when we took C.D. Lamb. Uh, well, uh, if you would have woke me Maybe. up Thursday morning and told me one of those three receivers was going to be there when Dallas picked, I would have said, you're crazy. So, But it goes to show, man, somebody always falls. So, yep. yeah, so I guess we'll get up out of here, man. Hope y'all enjoyed. Hope y'all uh, – Liking with it. Uh, remember, iTunes, Spotify, Google, all that good stuff. Rate, review, everything. Uh, let's get out of here and uh, happy drafting, everybody. We'll talk to y'all after the draft. So, all right. See y'all later. And Godspeed.